0: It was good, everybody. Your boy know, Eon, you already know me, and this is episode in the podcast, episode seventy-three. There are a few things that I kind of wanted to go over. Uh, it was this picture that I saw. It said, uh, "Bleeding growth stocks." Right. So I kind of saw this picture, and I was just like, "Dang!" Like it's true. But there were some things that I kind of figured I could comment it on and give you all some perspective on. But before we get into that, I gotta say I'm not a financial advisor, but like always, I have gems for you, and if you are enjoying the content to any extent, please feel free to like and subscribe. It's always nice to have um, more people on the channel, and don't forget to leave comments too. Like that really helps, especially if there's like a specific stock or uh, what do you call it, like a security that you care to um, care for me to go over. I definitely don't mind. But um yeah son, but let's go ahead and get into this. Oh also, don't forget to use the links in the description. You get free stuff, free Bitcoin. You get free shares on Robinhood, free stuff on Weeble. I don't know if Weeble's doing Sheba still or if they're giving Apple shares, but they're always doing something on Weeble, Crypto.com, and there's some other uh there's a lot of other things that you get free stuff on, right So, So just be mindful of that and take advantage, right? It's free. Um, but the first one I kind of want to go over, let me pull up my charts real quick, is Chewy, right? So on this on this little picture, I'm not going to go over all of them, but I'm going to go to the majority of them that I know. And the first one I say is Chewy. So with Chewy, it is down, <laughs> and Chewy just randomly fell off the face of the earth. Like it went from being nearly $80 to just like hitting 60 so it almost dropped $20. But I do think that Chewy is going to pick back up. And the reason for that being is first thing, the first thing I noticed about this list, looking at Chewy, Pinterest, Alibaba, Wish, Chegg, Peloton, um, Zillow, these are a lot of the companies that kind of got boosted up a bit when you know COVID first took place. So shutdown and also like you know fear of getting COVID kind of led to some of these things, right? Uh, A lot of e-commerce, I should say. So Chewy being a, a big e-commerce billy, their whole platform is online, so they don't have a physical store. But Chewy being the case, I do think that Chewy is down after you know retesting this pretty great level around, what is this, $62. I think that Chewy is actually set up for a bullish move. As you can see, if you go to the daily, you'll see a, a nice engulfing bullish candle followed by a nice uh, move up, right? On Friday, which we had, and I think Friday was a half a day, or half a session. So I do think Chewy is valid, right? And I think this is a good time to buy Chewy. Me personally, I'm thinking about getting into some Chewy calls this week. Uh, if you're in the group, of course, I'll keep you updated with that right time. Next, I want to go ahead and look at Pinterest pins. Uh, Pinterest actually, it broke out of. I have this channel drawn up on Pinterest. I'll probably share it on um, YouTube, but. I have this, uh, you know, channel drawn up on Pinterest, and it kind of broke under the channel. I do think that <laughs> Pinterest just really has like a lack of, uh, you know, traffic. A lot of people aren't really interested in Pinterest right now, so I think that's kind of why it's down a little bit. But the more stay-at-home things that's going on, the more people want to use their, you know, use those type of things. Like they have, you know, DIY uh, projects. Yeah. DIY, do it. yeah, they have DIY projects that they may want to get into, so that's why I think Pinterest will move back up, but if Pinterest does move, first, I would expect to see prices at $46, then, of course, maybe we'll go to the high 50s, mid 60s, and uh, probably get some consolidation around that area, so Pinterest, I wouldn't give up on that too soon, next is Alibaba, right? The fact that Alibaba dropped it has really tripped me out. I mean, they had earnings not too long ago. Earnings were bad, and there's a lot of gaps in the chart on Alibaba if you take the time to, like, put it on a daily and just look at, you know, all the skips and jumps in price action. It's, it's kind of bad. But Alibaba, I do think that they still have growth potential. It's just not as much as it was when was this like, no, early on in the year right so Alibaba is still good it's still something that will be a growth stock it's just not going to grow as much as you know it was projected to now that their fundamentals have changed a bit so that's something that you kind of want to look into if you're looking at Alibaba and if you have Alibaba in your portfolio me I do have Alibaba in my long term and I plan to keep it there but I just understand now that it's not going to grow as fast as I thought it was. So it's in the 401k and it's just going to chill there for a bit. But maybe it'll come back sometime next year. Maybe not. I don't know. But I have time. <laughs> I'm pretty young, so I have time. Right. What's next? Beyond Meat. I think Beyond is fan freaking fantastic. The what is this? I call it the fake meat industry. So the fake meat industry, like they have been kind of taking over a lot of, uh, products have rolled out into several different stores, and, I mean, it's kind of hard to avoid, right? Even sometimes, like, with the meat shortages, you might be like, dang, son, I might want to get some of this, uh, some of this fake food and and call it a day, but there's so many people that are, like, trying to be clean, eat clean, want to be vegan, so, I mean, this is perfect, right? And this is what's going to kind of bring, you know, the stock price up. It's just a matter of time. I think they're just waiting for the right catalyst or news or something. Like, honestly, I think it's just catalyst that we're waiting for and then beyond will be bullish right and we can see prices you know up in the hundred dollar range so that'll be valid what's next on this list zillow's <laughs> son zillow just they put themselves in a the hole because they were just not spending money wisely and losing money left and right however the housing industry housing market people will always need somewhere to live so housing is not really going anywhere so just be logical when you're thinking about dumping Zillow long term. Honestly, people are always gonna buy houses, people are gonna sell houses, people are gonna, you know, have need apartments and things like that. So I think Zillow is always gonna be around. But as far as Zillow, I do see a gap between seventy six dollars and eighty four dollars. So that's hey, that's enough to get my attention. A nice little what is that, eight dollar gap? So yeah, I can I can I can watch out for that, especially Seeing Zillow at $55, like the 52 week low was $52. And that's crazy because my first time seeing Zillow, it was in like the $90 range and then it had earnings and then it just shot up like in the $100 range. So that was pretty crazy, but Yeah, Zillow is definitely one I'm still going to keep watch on. Peloton. Peloton is. I have a lot of hope for Peloton. Not saying that I'm desperate for it to go up because I, I have a few shares, but. It's not a large position. It doesn't take up much of my portfolio. But I do feel like Peloton will be bullish, especially with this new variant news. Um, The reason I say with the new variant news that Peloton will be uh, bullish is because, you know, of course, they may close down gyms if we have another shutdown. So the exchange of those bodily fluids on on the machines, not exchange, but like, you know what I'm saying? Just like that interaction and just being so close in proximity. I don't think that it'll be a wise decision to keep gems open. So maybe Peloton, um yeah, Peloton, they'll get more orders in. But also the thing with Peloton is they need to fulfill more orders. So it's not that they don't get the orders, it's just they need to be able to have the the material, product or whatever to, you know, build their bikes and treadmills and ship them off to the customers, right? So I think that's a big thing as well, supplies. So once they fix their supply chain issues, They'll be, they'll be pretty valid uh, I see a gap from 62 dollars to about 85 dollars and that's like I ain't gonna lie that's pretty major if you look on the daily um for the month of November it's just that's crazy but that's a lot of money to make if if you buy if you're buying it at forty dollars and you play it up to 85 dollars that's that's uh, about a hundred percent profit well more than 100 percent profit but Please keep watching Peloton. Especially as they talk about this another variant, um, and I think the last one I'm gonna go over is Wish, right? So Wish is <laughs> Wish is down bad, right? And number one, they they had a good earnings, but they they just have terrible products. It's an the e-commerce; they have terrible products. Uh, the quality is just bad, but they do have this software. They have a software that could be very desirable in the coming, you know, months and, or years or something like that. And I'm looking for Wish to randomly pop. I hear a lot of people talk about Wish. The load that it's at now is kind of irresistible, you know. So it's like you want to buy it because it's so cheap. Like, you can buy so much of it. It's only $4 just about. But Wish is definitely one that I think is <laughs> it's under construction, right, son? So I wouldn't put too much hope into Wish, but I do think Wish will be valid. Um... So, yeah, so that's that. I did want to just get on and kind of talk to you about that because I see, you know, this chart that says, you know, bleeding growth stocks. And a lot of growth stocks are bleeding, but it's just for a amount of time. Like, I think it's just like sector shifting, right? We, we shift out of sectors all the time. But a lot of these stocks uh, primarily pertain to just, uh, what is it called? Just a change in, you know, people's fear of COVID. Now that we have a new variant. Uh, that's emerging, and kind of getting people worked up. I think that now we could probably get some bullishness out of a few of these, you know, plays. So, but yes, yeah, so I'm like always. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget if you haven't done so already, check out Jermaine's Hustle Class on that joint is valid. Oh, and before I do that, let me give you all a hidden gem, um, a hidden gem right? Moderna. Moderna is my hidden gem. Uh, the reason being, number one. The catalyst of another variant. Number two, Moderna got beat down after earnings. Now it's rising fast. I mean, I think I bought Moderna when it went like to two something, like two fifty or something. I don't know, but it's back at three twenty nine. I do see Moderna running to four hundred dollars. I have a gap drawn up on Moderna, and I think it's valid. So that would be my hidden gem. So if you want to play calls, like out, like, six-month calls or, like, eight-month calls, maybe a year call. Like, give it at least 150 days, son. You will be valid. I think you'll be really good um, with Moderna, especially as we go to close some of these gaps. It, it, it really looks valid to me. But, I mean, I mean you should go see it for yourself. Go pull up the chart. Pull up the daily Moderna chart, and you'll see a few gaps there. But, like always, if you need me, just hit me. And thank you for tuning in. Eyes right, son. Peace.